Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, Legit Boss, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. You know, today is Festivus. <laughs> Wherever podcasts can be Leave us a rating, review, or comment if you're listening to us in the audio realm. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and then click the notify bell uh, because you never know when uh, Going In Raw is going to be off the air permanently. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I know you are. I'm just giving I am legit. I was literally mortified when it happened. <laughs> I do apologize. Uh, I know something that you felt strongly about. I know. I know that apology is sincere, and it's all good. And I Accidents have, happen. I should have immediately gone in and deleted. That the being shirt. said, I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> it's you know, time man. For the, it's time for the feats of strength, and I want you to let me give you an AA. An AA to make this right. If you really okay, <laughs> I, I will let you do that. If you allow the people uh, to to let them know what's going on right now. Oh, so in the <laughs> intro for has that even gone up? Yes, it went up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it went up on Saturday yeah. of this last 10 for the win. Yeah. Uh, there is a mock-up of a Snake Larson shirt. Yes. And Steve was like, hey, Larson, let's sell these. And I said, uh-uh. Yeah, you put your foot down for an odd, annoying reason. Well, I mean, I, just, I didn't want the in, The in-joke is you're a snake. Yeah, but that's not something I want people to wear on their chest. Anybody who's paying attention knows that I honestly don't think that you're a snake. Nonetheless, here's the thing. If I'm out in public and for some reason my kids come upon some dude wearing a Snake Larson shirt. Yeah. Like, that's the conversation I have to have. Yeah, but, okay, number one, how often are you in public, not at a wrestling show, and somebody's wearing one of our shirts? I don't think it's, I don't think I've literally ever seen I don't know if that ever happened, but the, uh, I don't have that conversation. Fine. It's a really well-designed shirt. It's not bad. So, on accident... Well, not even on accident. I just, I honestly didn't think about it. It's so I, I, in order to get the authenticity for the, the scene, um, I uploaded for just the shot. Mm-hmm. I uploaded the shirt to our super defunct 
Well, it's not literally defunct. It's still it's still active. Active, yeah. But I mean, we don't. It's not something we advertise. We've never. We haven't advertised it in literally years. Yeah. Uh, is our old merch shop? Yeah. To our T Public one. Yeah. And so I put it up there, and uh, so we can get the shot. What I neglected to do was take it down. I think part of it was I had planned on ordering one for myself mm. as a gag for maybe a future episode. Um, but I hadn't even really given that consideration after the shot. It was we got the shot, and then that, I move on with day, my yeah. life. Exactly. exactly. And uh, and then like three days ago, I get a notification. We get a notification to our joint email that says that that shirt sold. Somebody saw the episode. We had blurred out the URL. We no, cropped it wasn't even, out. It wasn't even included. Yeah, the, the URL, and yet they still had the wherewithal to buy the shirt. Yeah. We don't know who it is. Nope. They don't give us we'll that never info. Know. We can't. We can't make it stop. We'll never know. <laughs> and so, so someone out there's got a rarity. I immediately took it down. So one person, one person has the Snake Larson shirt. Yeah. Uh, please don't wear it in public. I guess, or if you're in NorCal, don't wear it in public, so that his kids don't have to understand that he turned in his best friend you for know a crime. I, you know what? But at the same time, here's the thing: uh, if anybody saw the ass that last asked in Stephen Larson, we found the limits of your loyalties as well. So, uh, oh, yeah, that's a stretch. That's totally a stretch. That's not a stretch. That's a stretch. That's you trying to burn in hell. No, and it, me not. That's you wanting to get your head cut off and expecting me to follow you with that. No, it's it's it's, it's you expect it's me expecting you to have my back just as you would expect me to have yours. Yeah, but that's different though. I'm I just want to avoid going to jail. We're all good. You want me to? You want to avoid going get to, myself killed? You want to avoid going to jail and then then don't commit crimes? Okay, well that's fair, but I don't want to get my head cut off, so I'm not going to tell the murder cult that we are worshipped. If people are via. patrons or YouTube channel members, they're so lost at this point. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's a freaking pre-taped raw episode. It was uh, terrible. No, actually, I thought it was I was a pretty good raw. I thought it was a decent raw. Yeah, so it was bad. a good raw. Um, and uh, as you can see in the thumbnail, it says Seth Rollins is out of control. I didn't want to try to spoil too much stuff because uh, I thought it was pretty compelling stuff, especially at the end. Uh, my hero, your hero, Samoa, oh, man, Joe, Samoa Joe, the hero we all may not deserve, but the one we need for sure. Yes. Uh, stood up to the authors of Pain and Seth Rollins. Oh, man, it was amazing. It was great. I mean, last time this happened, Dio Madden was taken out of a job. Well, he decided he wanted to be a wrestler again after being put through a table by he Brock Lesnar. to decide. Um, and uh, but this time I, I thought it was so so well done. He earlier in the show, and it's great because there's been a bit of a a, a couple week build here to this. Oh yeah, I mean like the last two weeks they've given him essentially a, 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 a segment on the show to talk about how dangerous mm -hmm. the authors of Pain and, and Seth are. He, he, and this week he goes on an extended thing about how uh, I know bad men. I am a bad man. I come from a family of bad men. Yeah. Uh, these are not bad men. Right. These are thugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think last week he referred to Seth as a, as a false messiah. Yeah. Yeah. It was rad. So it's cool that he's, he's not necessarily distancing himself from his past misdeeds. Yes. If anything, he's embracing it and using that as his basis comparison. And, mm -hmm. and he went on extensively tonight about how, you know, I'm warning everybody right now. Heed my warning. If you don't listen, this is only going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. So Joe's the absolute best. I love it when Ray did the uh, sunset flip wall bomb. Yeah, he, he called said it, it matter of factly, <laughs> with such glee <laughs> and a sense of validation. Yeah. Joe is really the best. So, like, this is obviously, I would think, going to lead. Joe might be out of action for like a week or two, but his return. 
probably back next week. So I, I hope so. But I mean, they might try to sell this. And so that when he if he does show up at a pivotal moment to assist Kevin Owens or Rey Mysterio, it's going to be maybe a bit surprising, but also like it's going to get like the biggest freaking what should happen blowing the, that, the that roof Seth off the AOP place. should start the show next week uh, and, and, you know, they go up to the stage or something like that. Cue Joe's music. Mm-hmm. He comes out. And he's like, I'm just out here to do my job, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just call your BS out. Yeah. And go sit down in the booth. Yeah. And build and build and build. So when he finally throws hands with Seth, uh, people are just like, can't wait to see it. Well, I mean, that sort of that, that leads to we can sort of speculate a little bit, given that we're so close to the rumble. Does this give us any indication as to where those plans might be headed? You got Brock Lesnar as the champion. Yeah. You got Kevin Owens uh, currently in a thing with Seth. But now Samoa Joe might be sort of, uh, uh, you know, in the meantime type of thing. I mean, you, maybe are we going to get, for example, somehow Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar at Rumble and Joe well, versus Seth. The rumors were uh, Kane and Brock at the Rumble. That's what Meltzer was saying. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. And then, of course, if Tyson Fury was doing this fight in February against Deontay Wilder, then it would be Brock versus Tyson. That's why they got Seth in, in the U.S. title mix. Owens yeah. mixed up with Seth and then I didn't Joe know if that was well. like one of I mean that's one thing I'll be honest when look number one Seth looks great as a bad guy he's got a glove back on too I don't know that's for his pinky yeah but to harken back to his heel days when he wore the gloves right shield it makes all the sense he looks Won't great the with the authors of pain backing him up way more menacing than he ever did with J&J security oh, obviously yeah. uh I mean that wasn't their job to be menacing uh, so he looks great as a heel. He's fantastic on the mic as a heel. His actions are great. I mean, when he said finish him to the author, that was awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. That was 80s movie villain stuff. And mm-hmm. It was great. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh, oh. But the, the only thing I was thinking was the only thing that's missing from this shot right here with, at the beginning when Seth comes out with Authors of Pain is a championship title. Yeah. Is the championship title. It's some, it's some physical thing. That uh, that validates everything he's been saying. This this feud really should be over the WWE Championship, and then you you throw Ray and his U.S. title in there as Seth's way to try to reclaim you know Seth two belts uh, from days past because yeah, that happened. Feud with Cena, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean that to, in my opinion that is missing. That's the missing component here. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you know, the, the, as the, the fan I am of this current scene right now, because I, I really like the yeah. the Seth Kevin yeah. Owens thing. I would love for it eventually at some point. I mean, how great would it be? Seth has beat Brock twice. Yeah. Now heel Seth. It'd be awesome if he beat Brock for that title, mm-hmm. uh, and then had Kevin Owens and him feud over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. It. I'm I'm wondering what their what their plans are if they have any. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Uh, before we get to the full breakdown, I want to do some of uh, uh, some of these uh, super chats here. Yes, of course. Uh, we got a new channel member, Chase Bowder. Welcome, welcome, Thank you. welcome. Dom L says you get my gift, homies. Did you check the PO box? Uh, I checked it uh, whenever we opened the last batch of stuff. I've been the post office right now is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, so I will go there the day after Christmas. There you go. Jay Sean Lawrence says happy holidays, friendos. Likewise, Jay Sean. Uh, Nick C, a gift from Saint Nick. The name's Nick. Get it. 
Get it? Because, yeah. It's Merry Nick. Christmas, friendos. Merry Christmas to you, Nick. Uh, Juan Gotti, 89. Feliz Navidad to all the friendos. Feliz Navidad. And then the Matt Star. Merry Christmas, fellas. How is Rusev going to celebrate being single again till next week? We saw a little bit of, the, of that on Raw. Live Tinder date section. What is this? Which way is the match? Left or right? I think if you don't like them, you move past them, which means you're going to swipe to the left if you don't like them. And to the right, that means you do? That I don't know. Isn't to the right just backing up to where you were going? I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not single. Nor am I. Okay. Well. I haven't been for a very long time. And then Cal, we can't even ask. He, he's on Bumble. Bumble. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're the sponsors of the Clippers. Oh, cool. Yeah, right the Clippers on their jerseys. Did you win a date with Bumble. Kawhi Leonard or uh, the other guy that's on the team? Who's he with? Paul George? Yes. Oh, okay. Paul George. Isn't isn't, isn't uh, I don't trust I don't trust anybody who's had their ankle go all the way like that. Patrick Beverly uh is on he a the Clipper? Clipper still? Mm, I don't know. I think so. Still? Wasn't he just with the Houston Rockets last year? That was a couple years ago. Was it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. I believe. I oh really man, apparently the, the Rockets are trashing the Kings right now. It's not a surprise, man. Yeesh. Anyways. Uh let's hop right into this though. Sure. Uh Kevin Owens comes out, drops promo, uh, and he is nearly instantly interrupted. By one Mojo Raleigh, who's wearing a costume that looks like it's it, it could belong on like a my career guy. Yeah. Before you're allowed to choose your own gear. Yeah, but that that's true. But then it had either cracks, force lightning, or or something of that ilk on the front because it looked like normal, as you said, generic creative yeah. character gear. But then. You know, he had that broken mirror thing going for a while, which he's not doing for his, his face paint or his pro- He's not on TV anymore. His promos. <laughs> so he can't do it. But he's still got the crack stuff. <laughs> yeah. Force lightning. Yeah. On his chest. Maybe, Maybe he's just trying to tie in with Star, Star Wars. Wars. That's a huge thing. Now. You know, people are talking about that. Yeah, is one of the know. Hey, is one of the biggest missed opportunities in WWE over the past five years, not rolling with Mojo, is simply a guy who loves 69ing. Yeah, there's a lot of... I would think. That I mean, his gimmick should have been live sex show every week. It really should have been. Like he should have been like you know a more respectful Val Venus. Mm-hmm. It's instead of being a porno guy because these days it's all about the amateur action. You know, have him be like a live sex tape well, guy. I mean, well, he just likes going down having fun. Yeah, he could be like the it, Tinder date it, guy. It, it, yeah, it doesn't have to be a vocational thing. Yeah. Check out me and my girl on my Tinder date. It's not a, he doesn't be amateur pornographer. He'd just be a guy who, who likes to go out and have a good time. Yeah, but very sexual as well. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah, 69 on his thing. That's fine. And then on the back, there's like two like vacant figures, but they're in the 69 okay. position. They got the gray, gray. Yeah, meat. yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> he was, okay, I'll say this. He's really good on the mic. He is good. He's always been good on the mic. He's always been okay, but man, he's been practicing in the cracked mirror apparently. Yeah, man. So uh, he comes out and he says, I want an explanation why you, Kevin Owens, attacked me with steel pipe. Uh, so give it to me. And Owens is like, well, I wasn't going to say anything about that anyways because why would I? I don't care. And Mojo says, Kevin Owens, you need a reality check. <laughs> that was a good piper right there. Um, and then uh, I guess, I don't know if it was scheduled in advance or if Owens said, I want a D- no DQ with the match with you right now. I was getting my salad from the refrigerator to eat for dinner and a beer. Uh, so I missed that important story beat. Steve, can you fill in that story beat for me? No, because no. I just heard it when Mojo said, we're going to have a no DQ match. And yeah. Kevin Owens said, yeah, no, I know. I just said that. Yeah, so I assume Kevin Owens said that first. I'm assuming that too because I was half paying attention. But I did pay attention when Mojo said something like, he's not going to have a Merry Christmas. And then all of a sudden you hear the crowd pop. Yeah, it was a weird cut. And yeah, like he had said something more. 
but they cut it out. Standards and practices, I guess. And Kevin Owens, or just like, you know, over management, maybe they wanted to fit that Liv Morgan thing in and it was too long. I don't know. Anybody oh, yeah, says, no, everybody yeah. says swipe right is to smash. Swipe left, don't smash. So, all right. Fair enough. I, unless, you know, Lacey leaves me, which I guess is sometimes like a 50-50 proposition any day of the week. Or, God forbid, she dies, which, again, 50-50 proposition with the way she lives her life. I'm not going to know about that. All right. Uh, so we get Owens versus Mojo, no DQ. This was fun. Uh, yeah, this was a fun match. This was really Kevin, fun. Owens. Kevin Owens is great. Yeah. So he starts tossing around Mojo ringside. Uh, he gets the table and some chairs on, under the, from out from under the ring, puts it in, ring. He starts to set up the table. Mojo grabs a chair, takes it to Kevin Owens, and then getting some heel heat, pushes that table out of the ring. Boo. Boo. The, like one of the AIs the canned in, in The canned-in uh, boos to start <laughs> chirping in. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Mojo uh, pancakes uh, Kevin Owens on a chair. That earns him a two-count. Uh, Mojo sets up four chairs, so there's two on each side facing each other, upright. Um, goes for a superplex. Owens fights him off. He headbutts Mojo off the top. However, Mojo comes to, grabs Kevin Owens, tosses him off the uh, top rope onto the chairs. Mm. Kevin Owens is taking crazy bumps. Yeah, is this, I mean, going through these moves here and just remembering it, did they? Did Mojo get, like, too much offense in on Ke main eventer Kevin Owens? Like I didn't feel like it, no. Yeah, all right. No, I didn't feel like it. Uh, Mojo goes for a running forearm. Uh, uh, Owens hits him with a super kick. Swanton gets two. Owens gets the table, puts it back in the ring. Uh, Mojo picks him up. Kevin Owens escapes. He hits a stunner. Pop-up powerbomb through table for the win. I love how he made the cover. He pretty much put his knee to Mojo's throat. Yeah. It was a nice little edgy, yeah. vicious. It was great. Yeah. And so he grabs my other promo, says he's got plenty of fight in him left. I don't know where the blood came from, but he put like. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. Blood under it, you know, on his face. Uh, calls out Seth and AOP. He's pretty much just saying, I know you're going to beat the hell out of me. Let's just get it over with. Yeah, that's great. That's been his through line. Um, he said he's not going to leave the ring until they come uh, out and meet him there. We cut backstage. There's Seth and AOP watching monitor awkwardly, mm -hmm. and they walk. Go to commercial, come back. Rollins and AOP show up ringside. Seth tells Akim and Rizar, hold tight, guys. He goes in the ring, and he, and he doesn't have a mic or anything, but you, kick, you get some camera audio. Mm -hmm. He's just trying to calm Kevin Owens down. Tries to talk him down, and he, he extends his hands to Kevin. I believe I heard him say, together we could run this place. Yeah. And then uh, Kevin Owens doesn't shake his hand, though. He super kicks him instead. Yeah. Uh, AOP gets in there. They start beating the hell out of Owens. Seth joins in. It was a great little moment, too, because like he super kicks Seth and then immediately turns around and starts running towards a chair on the ground. Well, yeah, he grabs a chair. He picks it up. He yeah. grabs a chair, and before he's able to use it, AOP, yeah. you know, they're able to get yeah, a yeah. jump. It was a good little moment. It like was. That. So AOP starts beating him. Owens, Seth joins in. He goes for a stomp. Owens takes him down with a double leg. Uh, AOP overwhelm him again, ground and pound. Seth does hit a stomp, and that's when Joe went at length uh, with some more analysis. They had a shot at just the three of the guys at the commentary. <clears throat> Joe's the only one talking. And while while Vic and Lawler sort of set him up, they're cutting back to Owens, who's still struggling to get up the ramp. Oh, him getting out of the ring was great. It was awesome. And they cut back to Joe, and Vic and Lawler are still setting it up. But you look at Joe, and he's stewing. He's stewing about this. And, and, yeah, he unleashes this tirade it's about great. them. And it was just amazing stuff. It's great. It was Joe's great. the best. Joe's the absolute best. Uh, then contrast that with a shot of R-Truth in New York. So we have the zany adventures of the 24-7 Yeah. Uh, so he's in New York. He has a, what he says an invitation for the Dwayne The Rock Johnson 
Christmas tree lighting ceremony. It was the Rockefeller Center. Center, yeah. Um, he goes up to some guy, asks him for directions to where it is. The 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 dude shows the invitation to camera. Everything's in Japanese. Yeah. And he says, "Well, if you're looking for Rockefeller Center, it's right behind you. This tree's been lit up for weeks." Um, and then Akira Tozawa runs in, mm-hmm. rolls up our truth for the win. He is new twenty four seven champion. That is awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Because Akira Tozawa is great. Yeah, he's terrific. This whole like stuff with him and our truth is really good. Uh, after that, we had uh, Bobby Lashley versus the returning Cedric Alexander. I say returning because he was returning to Raw, where he's been on main event for a while now. Um, this is so, another fun match. And this was no, this was a killer match. This is a really good one. It was, however, interrupted. Uh, at one point, Cedric sort of had the upper hand on Bob Lashley. Yeah. However, unfortunately, Lana at that point gets in, and she just yaps and yaps and yaps. Oh, my gosh. Talks about wanting Cedric and Bobby to do a Greco-Roman match, which, of course, would uh, would uh, favor uh, Bob Lashley. Well, she wanted, him, wanted them to do that because she's like, hey, who the hell do you think you are? You have no respect. I don't want my husband-to-be to be all beat up, bruised right. up yeah. for a wedding next week. Yeah. So therefore, Greco-Roman... Uh, a wrestling match, Matt based. Um, so that way, uh, Bob Lashley's not getting kicked in the face. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we just described it in about a minute. This was Gosh. so long. This is going to, this is sort of a heat check for those YouTube numbers. Yeah. Because there was nothing really salacious. It was just her yapping away. I feel like, especially the bit about her going on and on and on about how smart she was. Yeah. That was like Vince getting in her ear. Go oh, there yeah. and say you're a genius. Yeah, some yeah, it sounded like him. It totally did. I'm so smart. I'm smarter than you. I'm smarter than yeah. Yeah, keep on saying you're smarter than him. You're smarter than him. You're smart. You're so smart. So we go to commercial to come back. Thankfully, it's not a Greco-Roman match. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. 
inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I could appreciate Greco Roman wrestling. Those, weren't those uh, done in the nude back Maybe in the day? Very, very, very in early days. Very early days. days. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. A couple of good looking guys right there, man. <laughs> and then get Mojo in there. <laughs> Old doughy. Um, so we come back from commercial. Cedric still has the upper hand. Despite Lashley getting a prolonged breather. Because Lana just kept on talking and talking and talking. Yeah, he was like just chilling forever. Yeah, you could see him back back in the background kind of hanging out there while Lana was talking and talking and talking. Uh, so Cedric has the upper hand until Lashley catches his uh, springboard uh, flatliner. Uh, shoulder tackles Cedric. So Lashley gains control. But then he goes and poses on the second turnbuckle. He's flexing. And then uh, Cedric drop kicks him off. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of a nasty fall. Looks like uh, Lashley's foot got caught in one of the ropes as he yeah. fell. Yeah, that could have been bad. Yeah, um, but then Lashley's also really good. I know at taking spills that look nasty, but I think he just controls them really well. Yeah, I think so. Um, and so Cedric uh, hits the springboard clothesline and sends Lashley out of the ring. Falls a suicide dive, then a tope back in the ring. A neuralizer gets him a two count. Uh, Cedric leaps towards Lashley. Lashley catches him. Uh, hits a dominator, goes for a spear, but Cedric drop kicks him in the knee, follows with a corner drop kick. Because that one looked awkward, too. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes for another springboard lariat. Lashley avoids that, hits the spine buster, and then the spear to get the W. I love how Cedric sells that, too. Cause mm-hmm. he, is, he does a whole flip. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well, I mean, part of that, too, is is Lashley does the full flip, He does too, the with thing, the spear, yeah. <clears throat> which is nice. It's almost kind of like... Uh, 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 a natural selection in the in that sense. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A little more torque on it. Next, Seth, interview backstage. Uh, he says he was out there to extend Olive Branch to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is the one who's causing beef. Well, I mean, technically he's right, but come on now. I mean, Kevin Owens has every right to start beef considering what's happened so far. More Tazawa in New York. Our uh, truth tries to sneak up behind him. Uh, Akira backs up in some dude trying to buy some food and like it. Didn't falls on like, the ground. Yeah, his hot dog falls to the ground. And uh, Tazawa runs off. I couldn't tell if it was a hot dog. I'm here with some other kind of food truck. I don't know, man. It's New York. It's probably amazing. Man, whatever it's probably it is. awesome. Oof. We should go back to New York City. I'm down for that. Too good me for New York, brother. All right. After that, we had Zach Wright. Too good me for the Stank Larson shirt, brother. Yeah. For the big sale. Ah. I'm getting that entire $4. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> if I have my wallet on me, I give, I give you five. Fine. I'm joking. Zach Ryder versus Drew McIntyre was next. Uh, man, when I saw Zack Ryder and the other and Kurt Hawkins in there, I was like, "Are they doing a handicap match?" Oh god! Because it kind of turned, and the very end, it oh, kind of totally turned. Didn't like it. Drew basically murders Zack Ryder. Yeah, and then Kurt Hawkins immediately comes in, and, and he gets destroyed by <laughs> Drew McIntyre. He gets destroyed also. I swear, Zack Ryder couldn't get more than two moves off in any given time. Mm-hmm. Drew no. always had an answer, and it was great because Drew McIntyre should be a main eventer. But good for him. His lady Chelsea Green was there. Yeah. And they're they're man, they're such a cute couple. Uh, so Drew wins with Claymore after he power bombs uh, Zack Ryder when she, he was trying to do like a top rope drop kick. Yeah, Kurt Hawkins gets in. Drew just tosses him out of the ring. Future shocks Ryder. Hawkins gets in. He eats Claymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew gets a mic. Says uh, he's asking, uh, "Are you having fun, guys? Because I'm having fun. Yeah, but I know you well enough. I can answer for you. They're having fun." And he says, uh, I'm as wise as I am jacked. 
Drew or 2020 is going to belong to me. I really hope it does. Me too. I really hope it does. Me too. That's what I want to see, man. I want to see Brock special attraction guy without the title. Mm-hmm. And then the, the universe or the whatever it is, the WWE title yeah. rotating around Seth, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and even maybe Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I think that'd be tops. Yeah. And then Adam Cole. Uh, next up, Becky Lynch comes to the ring to deliver a promo. Uh, says uh, she's sort of somber and basically she says, "I want Oscar. That needs to happen. You're the one person, the only person in the company can say you beat me fair and square." She says, "Well, since the the birth of the man." Yeah, she says, "You're the only person that beat the man fair and square." Um, she says, "I'm the man has come around to collect that on that debt." Oscar mm-hmm. and Kyrie come out to the ramp. Oscar uh, has microphone. Um, she says uh, she wants to be Asuka two belts, and she went back and forth between English, yeah, and Japanese, yeah. Um, and then so good, though. it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Becky th- says, "All right, well, name your name, the time and place. It'll be for the Raw title." And then Becky punctuates her last sentence with some Japanese of her own. Oh, so good! It was great. It was so good. Great. It was great. It was great. It was great. Great. Not as great as the Snake Larson shirt that we sold one of. Well, that's gonna go down and hit. I want whoever got that, man. They have to know they got something special. Maybe maybe they'll identify themselves. You would think so, right? But then, do they want to do that, knowing that you're not into that? Like you might try to do something. I'm not gonna do anything. You I'm might not try that to do guy. something. Do you have a price? No. To buy it back from them? No. 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 It's done they win. Done. You win, Luthor. Done is done. All right. Fair enough. Anyways. I'm not even that mad about it. Maybe I'll try to buy it back. I wasn't even mad about it. It was an honest oh, mistake. Oh, I don't know. A little bit mad. I could tell you. You were about to tell me a story, and then your demeanor changed when I told you that. Well, I was kind of like, mm, that's a bit of a bummer. Oh, no. It was Time a bit more than that. I know, I know when you're, what's the word? I'm Seething. Fine I'm fine now. Well, you got a smell call. Nothing to do with that in the beer. Anyways. It's not a whole lot. Uh, Alistair Black versus, uh, you have written down here, Jobber Iceberg. He had Iceberg on the on his weight belt in the back of it. It's right. And the crowd did. was chanting Iceberg. Oh, yeah. Iceberg. Uh, it wasn't much of a match. This was fast. It was like a knee, uh, black mass, Alistair wins. Yeah. But it wasn't as fast as Buddy Murphy, who then immediately came out before Alistair had even left. He shows up. Yeah. And, uh, and then he... In less time, in two moves. Beat the clock challenge. Yeah, it was a beat the clock challenge. He beats, uh, who's this person? I said Joassa. Joassa? Or Joassa. All right. He had a nasty V-trigger. Oh, man, that was rough. That guy, that guy turned into it, too. Did you see that? Yeah. He yeah. saw me come and did this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Follow with Murphy's Law. Got the win immediately. Alistair, and Alistair sort of turns around. He's like, ooh, I don't like this. Like he just heard of the Snake Larson shirt got sold. Yeah. Exact, yes, that's exactly what but it was. But then he's like, all right, I'll be cool. Mm-hmm. He turns. He walks back to the ring. Water under the bridge, man. Extends the hand to Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy sort of says, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Shoulder checks him a bit. Turns around. Alistair Black, Black masses him. And his mouthpiece went flying. Yeah, it was great. That was fantastic. That well, he doesn't wear a really mouthpiece. Cool. That was spit. Was that? That was a huge chunk of spit. Yeah, he doesn't wear a mouthpiece. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't notice a mouth. Man, that was a lot. Because it looked like a damn mouthpiece. Yeah, I know. Holy crap. Yeah, uh, uh, Lawler said something about it. He's like, is that his tooth? Yeah, he said it was his tooth. I was like, well, don't be stupid. But apparently I'm you know, there with Lawler, so what are you going to do? Well, he didn't say it was a tooth. Uh, next, we got a Seth and Ray recap, followed by a Ray Mysterio interview. So it's the first time Ray and Seth have had a match. Ray says, 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Seth is one of the best and is U.S. champion. I want to face the best. Uh, B says this match will have an asterisk because uh, not only has to fight Seth, he also has to fight Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess he's assuming at that point he was going to lose. Yeah. Because why else would it have an asterisk fight? That's a good point. That's a good point. Next, Tony Nese versus Ricochet. This match was actually fairly short. Yeah, it was. I left the room as soon as it started because I was like, oh, man, I'm going to come back. I'm only being gone a minute because I want to get some food. And then uh, I came back, and it was pretty much done. Yeah, it was pretty much done. So uh, Ricochet goes with the top rope. Tony Nice hits him with a, a, a great-looking palm strike, mm-hmm. knocks Ricochet off. Uh, he goes for running Nice. Ricochet gets up, hits him with a super kick, followed with a ripcord recoil Yeah, uh, for the win. I love the recoil. Uh, we're back to the streets in New York City. Uh, Akira Tozawa is running. He comes across uh, uh, like a Christmas tree lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, hides behind uh, a couple Christmas trees. Our truth enters the scene. He's talking to the referee, searching through the Christmas trees a little bit. When our truth has his back turned, uh, Akira Tozawa tries to sneak away as he's leaving the Christmas tree lot. Our truth sees him, gives chase. And then we get Charlotte versus Chelsea Green. Uh, debuting on Raw, Chelsea Green um, yes. from NXT, although she's only really been seen. On the the Florida Loop, I believe. Yeah, I mean, she was in the crowd on that first episode of she USA. She did have one match at Full Sail, and it was when she broke her wrist during it. Yeah, they never they didn't air that one, Mm-mm. though. Yeah. Um, but, uh, man, talk about somebody with that magnetic mm-hmm. charisma. I mean, we've been, we were fortunate enough to be oh, to, dude. To, yeah. at, the, at the first StarCast when she was doing her meet and greet, her autograph signing. She was at the table next to us. Yeah. And she is just... Full of, of, of charisma and personality. I mean, it's, it's funny, man, when somebody walks into a room, because we were there, there was like a ton of wrestlers mm-hmm. there, right? But she walked in the room and everybody knew it yep. in like a good way. Yeah. It's not like she farted. Uh, I mean, she might have. But she walks in and like everybody's like, oh, what's up? What's up? And it's like, oh my God, this person is like freaking like just the and most personality I've ever seen. a couple in lumps sitting next to her and she was like super nice. Oh, she was like Chatting the best. Us up. Yeah. She was super nice. She was super cool. I know. I'm, I was kicking myself when I was watching. I was like, God damn it. Why didn't I get a freaking intro from her? I should have. You never know. Here, the problem with that is you never know if they're going to change your name or not. So yeah. if you get an intro with somebody and this is different Really should have got one from Trent. Uh, Hi, this is Trent. I yeah. stole Steve's picture. Yeah. <laughs> off Instagram. Like, oh, I didn't give you credit? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I was like, I don't care. It was funnier that way. No, I always mean to do that. I'm like, you're not listening to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> he always means to do that. The whole caption was, I'm stealing this and not crediting you. Yeah. That was a caption to the that picture. That was the caption. You wrote that, that joke. That was the joke. That was the joke, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I always, I'm like, you said you weren't going to do it. That's and it's funnier that way. Anyways. Like, I'm not mad, Trent. So Chelsea didn't have quite the performance that Deanna Parazzo did against no, Asuka. No. However, um, I thought she really... She's, I, I'll put it this way. So, like, she didn't get in as many uh, offensive moves, perhaps. However, I felt that, like, the camera loves her. And that really came across, I think, a bit more than Deanna Parazzo, perhaps. Chelsea Green could be a star. Mm-hmm. Just don't be injured. And hopefully in NXT I was kind of bummed properly. that she's uh, got Buddy Murphy's old gimmick now. She does the shh. Because when she was doing the hot mess thing, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I know. And she's know. really good at it. Yeah, yeah. And I understand that they might not want to have her do gimmicks that she did in Impact or other places. I understand. Well, I don't know because, like, I don't know if she'd still be using that phrase because she used on her Instagram or Twitter. 
she like did a little thing, just said, hey, you know, y'all are going to find out what the hot mess is all about. Okay. Joe so, mentioned that she had a, a bit of a, a imbalance side mm-hmm, yeah. on commentary. So hopefully they'll, they'll do that because she does it really well. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, like, like we said, uh, she didn't really get as many licks in as Oscar did or as Deanna Prazzo did. Yeah. But still, it was, it was a fun match. That yeah. drop kick she hit in Charlotte's knee was good. Mm-hmm. Sends her to the second turnbuckle, gets two. She has the advantage for a little bit, has Charlotte in a, a headlock. Charlotte escapes that. Some chops. Boot. Figure eight for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, more of Akira Tozawa in New York City. Uh, he and R-Truth run upon a Santa Claus. And Santa tells them they need to stop their fighting. Mm-hmm. To get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah. He says, I have a gift for you, Truth. Your gift's in my sleigh. Go check that out. Uh, uh, Akira, your gift's in my sack. And then he proceeds to hit Akira Tozawa. With the sack, I can only assume there was some sort of weapon or something of great heft and weight inside. Seems to be. Um, and then Santa covers Akira Tozawa. John Cone's there to count the pinfall. Santa Claus. Yeah. Is your new 24-7 champion. Yeah, this is actually kind of funny after that. Uh, somebody mentioned this, though, during that Chelsea Green-Charlotte uh, match. That Lawler tried to make some cringy joke about him and Chelsea. Fan Django make, mentions this. Uh, under the mistletoe, and Joe yeah. and Vic completely no soul. Yeah, it. they did. I'm, dude, I'm freaking I'm over that stuff. I'm over him. What's with all the announcers these days, man? Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> quite as bad as Marquez. No. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what that guy's thinking. What the heck, dude? Anyways, after uh, that. <clears throat> a Liv Morgan video package. So they're, She's in a nice bathroom. Yeah, and they're saying she's tired of being told what to do by her friends. Yeah. And there seems to be, you know, it's very... It's kind of got superficially the glamour aspect of Emelina, but there's some there's dark undercurrents going on here. A little here. bit, yeah. Like at one point, the music kind of got all warbly. Mm-hmm. There was like a filter that went across the screen at one point. Unless yeah, it was that just was, my streaming. Yeah, that was no, that was weird. Okay, but it almost seemed like it went part way and then disappeared. That's exactly what happened because it went part way and then we cut to a close up of her. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, what was the point of that? Was there a point of that, or was that just a weird? Who so, knows? You're sitting there in yeah. Final Cut, but then your music was Final Cut premiere or whatever. Premier. Yeah. Or maybe they use Final Cut X. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah. But like the warbly music for a, a spell. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if for those of you who still want her to be Sister Abigail, I guess don't give up hope yet. The possibility is out there. I wouldn't get your hopes up, but. Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. Like if it's cool and she does it well, then I'll be into it. I think more interesting just to have her as a solo <laughs> act and have. I mean, I don't know where this is going, but. Oh, no, I, I oh, agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I would, I'm saying whatever this ends up being. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on her own. I mean, if it's Sister Abigail, it would be whatever. If they do it right, I'll be cool with it. But I would prefer just to be her own thing. She needs to step into her own skin, basically. Yeah. I think it'd be good. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what the gist of these vignettes seem to be. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had. It would be nice if there was a point to it, though. And yeah, I hopefully there is. I hope hopefully there is. Unlike uh, the Eric Rowan, uh, what's in the cage, which is has, has absolutely no point. Yeah, yeah. This was a really long match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Orton and the War Raiders versus the OC. It was very long. <clears throat> this is a really long match, uh, but it was fun. It was a cool match. They were still selling Orton's knee from last week. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, um, Joe's yep. always good with the commentary, and that that played a part in the finish too. Mm-hmm. Because um, Orton tags himself in, uh, he go- sets up AJ for a draping DDT. Carl Anderson Carl comes Anderson. in. He eats an RKO, and then Gallows comes in. Orton tries to RKO him. His knee gives out. He turned around, eats a phenomenal forearm from AJ. 
allowing the OC to get the W. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was fine. It was long, though. And it seemed to be long all to build up to Orton's knee giving out. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was really long. It felt really long. I had, like, several conversations with my wife during this match, and I kept on turning to it thinking that I could say, hey, I got to watch Raw now. But then I kept on looking. I was like, this goddamn match is still going, so I can I have to keep on talking to my wife. Right wow. <laughs> All right, carry on. Uh, she uh, doesn't watch the show. She makes a point of telling me she doesn't watch the show. Our show? Yeah, this show. Yeah, my wife doesn't watch it either. Yeah. I mean, I don't really expect her to. No, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Well, for me, for sure. <laughs> uh, next, Santa, he's running around New York City. He's getting gassed. He he's is. He's blowing man. up. He is. Getting totally blown up. It's like so me he, on a 2K. So maybe making a Seinfeld reference. Uh, he gets on a horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> Hopefully someone has fed that horse some Beano <laughs> so it's not farting all over the place. Uh, and there happens to be another horse-drawn carriage next to it. So Tazao and R-Truth get on that one. And these horses are moving it. <laughs> They're barely sauntering. Yeah. Uh, like a half mile per hour at best. Uh, and Santa's like, this isn't fast enough. He gets off. He starts running some more. Tazawa and R-Truth uh, get off. They start chasing after him. And then R-Truth calls the horse a reindeer, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we get, maybe we get another uh, Rowan dropping a promo to his uh, critter in the cage. Yeah, it's unsettling. It is unsettling. It's like, oh, you're so cute. I've yeah. missed you. Yeah, it's like getting weird and sexual. Not into that. Dude. Yeah. Not into that. Maybe it was Mojo. And he's got like the old Richard Gere thing. He's got, hey, got a hamster. I'm going to put on my butt. Oh, God. <laughs> you remember that rumor? Yeah. What a weird rumor. It is an odd rumor. It's so crazy. It's a weird rumor. You think it's true? What does it matter? People in Hollywood are crazy. So probably yes. Yes or no? I don't care. Well, yeah, but that's okay. You don't have to care about it to speculate on whether or not it's true. Or I don't not. care to speculate on it. Oh, man, what a bummer you are. Are you still sore about the shirt? No, I'm not sore about the shirt. Anyways, after that, we had a Street Profits promo. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, Montez is like, I haven't got why an invite to the wedding next week. Why aren't they wrestling? Yeah, dude. I don't. Like, I kind of got it while they were still technically on NXT, but they're not on NXT anymore. No, they have wrestled. Wrestle. They've done it. They're a good tag team. Mm-hmm. If they let them do their thing out in the ring, uh, they're going to get over. Yeah. Instead, they keep doing this stuff where they're like hyping up stuff during, going on during the show. Yeah. I don't get it. It's terrible, dude. It's terrible. So, yeah, they have Montez saying, I got my invite to the wedding. Angela doesn't care about the wedding. He wants to go to the bachelor party. He says he's got the godfather's number. Yeah. Um, and they start talking about what's inside Rowan's cage. And Angelo was like, it could be this, 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 Komodo dragon. And something about breathing fire. And then Montez, like, you know, Komodo dragons are not dragons from Game of Thrones. This was like, now that you're recounting it, this is like the most Steven Larson conversation. Kind of. Ever. Kind of. Like, what's it? Angelo's just talking about, like, smashing the whole time and doing bachelor parties. And Montez, mm-hmm. like, trying to calm him down, keep mm-hmm. PG. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he's all talking about, like, oh, Komodo dragon wants to breathe fire. The guy who has to fact check everything is like, no, man, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way, That's man. like the most Stephen. Are they watching the show In or terms what? of the dynamic, I agree. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a fair point, Steve. Next, Eric Rowan versus Travis Horn. He had some a God, bunch. three jobbers, huh? Yeah. There was, I mean, I guess they were doing these double double shoots, uh, you know. Mm. But the roster's so large. Why have jobbers in? Anyways, this dude had a bunch you know, of. You weird? Like, the roster is really large, but, like. Who wasn't on the show tonight on the roster, on the Raw roster? 
No Way Jose was on the show. Mm-hmm. Cedric Alexander was on the show. Mm-hmm. Akira Tozawa was on the show. Yeah. Everybody was on the show. Yeah. Ryder and Hawkins were on the show. Yeah. They use everybody. Felt like Isn't it. Isn't that weird? It's interesting. Like, is it justified that they have that they sign everybody? No. Why not? They used everybody. I doubt they used everybody. They needed three jobs. Who haven't they used? Apollo Crews. But he's on SmackDown. Is he? Yeah, remember we, f- we figured that one out last time. Like, not in the women's division, but in the men's division. No, I know. I accidentally clicked the wrong thing. <clears throat> uh, so Where's EC3? There was no Andrade. No Brock Lesnar. They can use everybody. Well, Brock can't be used. He'll be no used. No EC3. No Eric Young. Andrade's a good point. No Carrillo. Eric Young's a producer now. Carrillo's a good point. He should have been used. Really, the Street Profits should be out there wrestling. Well, they were used. Shelton Benjamin, he wasn't out there. Titus O'Neil wasn't out Shelton there. Shelton Benjamin's on Raw? Yeah. Wow. They didn't use everybody. Titus was on. Uh, yeah, but you can't job out Titus and... And, uh, like, you're going to have Titus go in there and eat a black mass? Mm-hmm. Or a Murphy's Law in three seconds? I'm sure, they, I'm sure they would. That would suck. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Or if he had a match against Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan is huge. Yeah, but I know. It's funny. So anyways, with this Eric Rowan thing, Travis Horn had... Like five candy canes sort of in the back of his trunk. Yeah, so he pulls one out. His trunk. Yeah. Offers it up. He had also, he had star tattoos over his nipples. I missed that. Really? Yeah, I did. That was like the first thing I saw. Mm. I always gravitate towards nipples first. And so I saw stars around him and instantly I was like, yowza. Mm-hmm. That is not appealing. I don't care if you're man or woman. That's not appealing at all. Anyways, he offered up a candy cane. Yes, and Rowan takes Rowan. it. He takes it. And then he's like, okay, hold on, big fella. Just chill out for a second. He goes outside the ring, and he's like, I've got another one for whatever is in that thing. Well, he had like a handful of them. He had a bunch of them, yeah. He, he had, had like a bunch four. of them tucked into his trunks. Yeah. And so he goes over by uh, uh, by a Critter Cage and is about to drop some candy canes in there. Rowan's having none of it. Tosses uh, Travis Horn into the LED board, drops them face first on the apron, puts them back in the ring, fun splash, two iron claws, uh, Eric Rowan gets the gets the win. He grabs his cage, goes up the top of the ramp, and then he drops the candy cane in, yeah. inside the critter cage. Yeah, yeah, he gets to do that. It's going to be so enrolling when we find out what's inside there. So, I mean, that is we should that should be one of our uh, predictions, like prop bets or something. Will we find out what's in the cage in twenty twenty? What's yeah, your will. early read on that one? It's going to be like his sheep mask from his Wyatt family days. Okay, so it's you don't think it's going to be a living thing? No. 
That see that what you just suggested right there is like actually kind of interesting. He's carrying around a little bit of his past. vestiges of his past. Yes. Right. That's called that's called good writing though, Larson. That's the problem with what you're suggesting right there. Anyways, next Santa. He's still running. Uh, he pulls up lame. He's tired. So Tazao and our truth can catch up. Uh, Santa falls from exhaustion. I would assume. Yeah, yeah, he R-Truth was clearly gassed. Covers him. Uh, John Cone counts, counts the pinfall. R-Truth reclaims a 24-7 title. Tazawa runs up like, hey, I want my title back. And John Cone says, it's cold out here. I'm tired. I don't want to run after you guys anymore. I'm going home. Yeah, so then R-Truth and Tazawa decide to have a nice evening on the town. And uh, they're going to go find the Big Apple. Yeah. Of course, they're in the Big Apple. But actually, I don't know if it's still at the new at the new Met Stadium, but the old Met Stadium at Shea Stadium, they actually did have a giant apple there. Oh. Anytime anybody home run, this giant apple would pop up. What? Uh, it might be at the. What's City the Field. etymology of the uh, of the term "big apple"? I have no idea. No. Always time to find out, man. What happened next, Larson? Next, uh, we got Rusev versus No Way Jose. He dropped the promo. He's like Bob Lashley. You can have her. I'm p- pleased. Oh, he's hyped. Yeah, he's so hyped. He's hyped. Oh, here we go. The nickname, the Big Apple, originated in the 1920s in reference to the prizes or Big Apples rewarded at the many racing courses in and around New York City, but wasn't officially adopted as the city's nickname until 1971 as a result of a successful ad campaign intended to attract tourists. Given that it was 1971, were they being attracted to uh, the Times Square where they have all the nudie flicks? And all the, yeah, the, the porno <laughs> theaters. Yeah, have you watched the, the Deuce? Was it no, Deuce? Yeah. no, I haven't seen that. But in Taxi Driver, when when Travis Bickle is driving around New York and he's going down Times Square, isn't that where he takes Sybil Shepherd to go see that movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Filth, filth Haven. Yeah. Um, uh, the Deuce would be, could be good, but I don't know why they decided to cast Franco as twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's in two roles in the show. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Why did they get his brother to play the other one? I know. I know, unless him being a twin is like super pivotal and it's kind of plays into the first episode, but like it's not really something that's pivotal. I mean, like historically speaking, those characters, I mean, they're based on real characters, right? Oh, that I didn't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm just assuming. I had had no idea. I mean, I know that it's all based on like pornography and stuff, but I'm only only like four episodes deep, dude. I have not watched much of it. That show started like three years ago, too. Ages ago, yeah. Yeah. They're on season three. Um, But like whenever they do like the shots, you know, they always do shots with him and him in the same shot. Mm -hmm. And it always it's so poorly green screened. It's so poorly composited. Bummer. (laughs) I'm like, this is so unnecessary. Yeah. And it's never well done. Let's get his brother. (laughs) It takes you out of it. Let's get Dave Franco in there. (laughs) Dave Franco's better than James Franco, man. He's awesome. Uh, So anyways, uh, Rusev's match against No Way Jose wasn't much of a match. Like No Way Jose like chopped him a couple times. And then Rusev's like, I don't have this match anymore. Machka kick, match over. But then as soon as he gets the win, Rusev helps Jose, No Way Jose up. And then he starts dancing with them. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he goes out to the conga line and starts dancing with them. Yeah, this was actually fairly interesting. He does some break dancing with No Way Jose. Yeah. And then he's up on the ramp celebrating, dancing with the conga line. There's a couple of, uh, of women in the conga line. Kiss him on the cheek. Mm-hmm. He is single and ready to mingle. Yeah, man. I want to see more of that. I want to see him on a date. That'd be great. I want to see what dates are like these days. Uh, you know, we do that like whenever we go out, me and Lace, we'll like just people watch and I'll be like, hey, are they like on a Tinder date? And you can always sort of get the vibe of people. Oh, yeah. You it's know? like super awkward. It's so fun. It's so fun to just watch people. Yeah. I've people done that, are weird. I've done that before too. 
Uh, next guy, Seth interview, uh, says he's going to win and uh, he's going to be U.S. champion. And then he and AOP are going to establish dominance. Like mid-card dominance because it's still the U.S. title. But it's the de facto top belt in the show because Brock's not there. Yeah, well. Uh, after that, we had the match, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Seth has broken pinky, but it's cool to see him wearing the glove. I agree. A glove, single yeah, glove. I totally agree. It's like Michael Jackson. Um, um, this is a decent enough match. We caught yeah, a bit of commercial. We come back. Uh, Seth is starting to work over Ray's left shoulder. We got a sunset flip uh, Sun- wall bomb. Sunset flip wall bomb. Yeah, man. As Joe said, with glee, with gusto. Uh, and Ray follows that up with a seated senton. Tornado DDT gets him a two count. Uh, Ray springboards off the rope. Seth catches him, puts him up power bomb position, buckle bomb, super kick, goes for the pin. Ray grabs bottom rope. So Seth is setting up for a stomp. Ray avoids that. He sends Seth in the ropes with Rana, hits a 619, goes up top for a frog splash, and uh, I believe it's Razar slugs him off. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then Akam tosses him into the barricade, mm-hmm. bell rings, uh, Ray wins via DQ. Yep. And then Akam throws Ray into the LED board um, and then uh, drops Ray on, the, Ray on the barricade. And then AOP drag Ray up the ramp towards the announce Crap, table. did I lose points? Because I have Seth and he had a DQ loss. You certainly did. GD. You had a good night otherwise. Yeah, I had all the jobber matches, didn't I? So uh, King and Vic Joseph leave instantly. This is Joe. <laughs> this was awesome. So he's staring at AOP. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm here to do my, I'm here, I'm here to commentate. I'm going to commentate. <laughs> it's my job. It's my job to be here. Yeah. And he says, all right. He said, listen, I want you to hear me, okay? If I do get up, it's not to move. <laughs> it's not to move. But if I get up, it's both your asses. <laughs> and so he gets up and he steps right up to AOP. Yeah. Steps right up to him. Yeah. And Seth comes in there. He's like, okay. Back up. Hold on. Hold on. Trying to Defuse trying to play peacemaker. And, and Joe's like, all right. All right. Joe's trying to be professional. Yeah, Same time, he's still Samoa Joe. Yeah, he's still Samoa and, and as Seth is talking to him, he's taking off his jacket. Oh, he already has his jacket off. He's starting he's to like, roll up his sleeves. Yeah, he's like, this is going to happen. And so uh, Seth, he thinks he's, he's, he's mended fences well enough with Joe. He turns around, and that's when he goes to AOP, just goes, finish him. Yeah. And so the T and A, you know what? It's difficult often to, to, to heap positive praise on TV direction on Raw because sometimes it's not that great. But this was really well done. This is really well executed because they caught like the reverse angle where Seth comes back and says, finish him. And, you know, not everybody might get that. Sometimes yeah. they miss angles. Yeah. And that was an important bit of the story. It definitely was. And then you, they go back and then boom, it happens. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was, it was, it was really well done. And so. while they take out Joe... Seth goes and stomps uh, Ray. Yeah. Uh, Joe tries to fight back a little bit, but he's eventually overwhelmed. And then AOP pick up Joe, dump him through the announce table. I just want to see Joe get his hands on AOP. So they're doing something right. I know. I agree. I agree. I thought it was a really good episode. It, it was, was actually really pretty good fun, episode. yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing how, how much Joe, maybe somewhat by himself, has developed so many potential storylines for himself and others I know. based on his work on commentary. I know. Because he's that damn good. That's what commentary is supposed to be. And I'm telling you, man, I want to see him come back as a fighter, but then go back over to commentary when he's not fighting. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Uh, I'm going to hit up the Discord because I suppose I should uh, for some questions. Uh, Let's see. Before we get to that, Chris Rampasad wants to know what our holiday schedule is. So we're doing this now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, This will be our Tuesday video. Yes, correct. And then Christmas Day 
it will be uh, we will be announcing our who we think going in Raw's wrestler of the no. year. No, going in Raw wrestler or something else. No, no, no. Going in Raw's best wrestler of 2019. No. The going in Raw wrestler of the year is the Friendo Awards one. I understand, but going in Raw's wrestler of the year. But I think some people that you got to be clearer than just an apostrophe s. The possessive going in Raw. Well, there's also the the. It's going in Raw. Who the it's going to Raw's best wrestler of 2019. Best wrestler of 2019. So that video is going up on Christmas, Christmas Day, uh, day after Christmas. It will be a fast food review. Our fast, our latest fast food review. And then Friday we'll come in. We'll do the usual SmackDown thing. Correct. Saturday is ten for the win. Correct. Sunday's Matt chat. Yes. Uh, Monday will be the Friendo Award. This is assuming we get everything finished in time. <laughs> right. Uh, next Monday will be the Friendo Award nomination special. Correct. And then we'll do the same thing for Raw mm-hmm. next week because. Tuesday, next Tuesday is uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, so that will be, our raw review will essentially be New Year's Eve video. Mm-hmm. New Year's Day is our predictions for 2020 video. Yes. And then Thursday, we're back at it. Yep. We're, yep. We'll be back here for AEW, NXT, and then we'll, from there on, it'll be normal programming. Correct Correctamundo. Yeah. So we're getting some days off. A handful. Uh, Alex Foster, what wrestlers would make an interesting mall Santa? Bonus points for impersonations. I think Otis would make a great mall Santa. Oh, I agree with that. And then Tucky could be like an elf. Mm-hmm. Tucky, Tucky. He wants a ham. No, I didn't. I said I wanted a Fortnite action figure. He said he wanted a ham. Everybody gets hams. Uh, Mr. Sinister, how bad is Lawler on commentary? Who should replace him? Uh, he's exceedingly bad. He's exceedingly bad. Let me ask you this. Who's more a detriment to their respective programming? Lawler? Or Jim Ross at this point? So the easy answer is probably Lawler because Jim Ross isn't as... JR still has a lot of good storytelling left in him. He's still pretty good. He doesn't know what the moves are called. And here's the he doesn't pro- know half people's names, but he's still good at getting to the emotional core of the story being told. I haven't noticed. Well, I know the name thing is still kind of an issue, although I haven't personally noticed it as much. But the my biggest gripe with Jr. and I and to me it's an important one is him and Shivani, him and then Shivani kind of takes his lead. It's like they're openly. Uh, I don't know what the word is. They're, they're dismissive. Almost contemptuous. Of, yeah. Of uh, of uh, Excalibur calling these damn matches the way they should be called. I know. And it, it boggles my mind. So, like, that's a bigger problem than maybe Lawler every once in a while being inappropriate. And I think, well, I mean, Lawler's just not inappropriate. He's not good at calling matches. And he's not very good. But yeah. I think right now with Joe there... It covers up for Lawler's shortcomings. Yeah. Now, if Joe is going to be out of action for a week or two because of what happened tonight, and it's just going to be Vic Joseph and Lawler. I'm really not into that. Ugh. I know. I know. Not good. The diddly doodlers asked, did my ornaments arrive yet? I don't know because I haven't been in the post office. Uh, glorious broken sound wave. My question is, who do you think is going to be the first person to hold every single title and in the WWE in this current generation? So I guess that would be... All the NXT belts. Yeah. And then all the main roster belts. Uh, so so Seth Cole, needs... Gargano, Seth needs... Intercontinental? 
No, he has all the main roster belts. He's a Grand Slam champ on main roster. He does not have the North American title NXT, oh, nor does he have the NXT tag team titles. Oh, that. Oh, everything. Adam Cole has won every title he can in NXT. He did win the tag title. Yeah. That's right. Man. Uh, well, I don't know. And Gargano has as well. Oh, well, it's not, it's not going to be Gargano. That's for darn sure. If anybody has a chance, I would think Adam Cole does. Adam Cole has a better chance of coming up to main roster and winning Universal everything, everything than Seth Rollins has of going back to NXT yeah, and exactly. North American title. Unless they did something really crazy at Survivor Series. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Greg Morris, I can't even begin to say how happy I am. My question about what Larson turned Steven for murder has turned into a thing. Yeah, not a good thing. So you shouldn't be happy about that. It's a bad thing. It's driving a wedge between what was otherwise a wonderful friendship. Now I know I can't not, trust him. I'm not upset about the shirt anymore. I wasn't there really that upset in the first place. You were you were upset. You, it was one of those things where you immediately you were like, I hate Steve for a second. It was it was it was a second though. Yeah, I know. I know. And then but I'm was, like, I it shouldn't even have been that because you should have been like, I hate Larson for not ensuring that I took this thing down. You have all the access. Not, the, You're not the, to that. Yes, you do. Do I? It's the normal info oh, that okay. we always use for everything, man. Good, now we're gonna get hacked so easily. That's ah, all right. Great. I mean, if they hack our T-Public, who cares? Well, I mean, it's the same thing for everything. That means everything's uh, up for grabs. Well, maybe it's not everything. Greg Morris, uh, Steve, create a faction of snakes with Larson as a mouthpiece. mouthpiece. Obviously, oh, wow. Orton and Aust- or Austin would be in it. I would assume Jake Roberts as well. Boy, that's a killer, that's a killer trio right there. That's a really right good faction that's right there. That's a terribly good faction, yeah. Uh, you can either you can even throw like CM Punk in he as a Cobra Commander. True. Yeah. That's that's like in terms of roster. That's that's, that's best like, faction. Oh, that's like maybe a Mount Rushmore. That's best faction ever. Status. That's like right a there. Mount Rushmore psychology or characters, yeah. something yeah. like that. Uh, Ryan Luckman says prepared for the Discord invasion in 2020. You've been warned. I don't know. This looks like some weird deep web stuff. I don't know where he's going with that. So I, that's Discord Army. That feels very 2017. We have a, very, we have a new initiative. It's Friendo Club. It encompasses everybody. Why do you got to be divisive, man? <laughs> We've got a new initiative. It's called Friendo Club. It encompasses everybody. That was good. <laughs> Ryan Luckman on Patreon asked a question. You're sent on a mission to save Santa and bring him back to the North Pole. He, doesn't he live in the North Pole? Hey, watch this, Ryan. I'm going to delete your dumb oh, Discord Army. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh, that was with love, Ryan. I'm just joking. Ryan asked, what four wrestlers are you bringing with you to save Santa? He's in a bind. He's in a tight spot. We oh, need to bring geez. Santa back to the North Pole. Who are you bringing with you? Who's legit been in the arms? Uh, Lacey Evans. Whoever's been in the armed forces. Oh, okay. Lacey Evans. What about Mustafa Ali? He was a, he was a police officer. Oh, yeah. If you sure. need some uh, investigative skills. You know what I was watching over the last couple of days? Mm. Uh, there's a documentary on Netflix called Flint Town. It's about Flint and the police department. This is horribly depressing. Oh, man. <laughs> it's horribly depressing, but it is very fascinating. Yeah, it, it is be interesting stuff and, and horribly upsetting simultaneously. It's honestly, it's not. It, they're embedded in the with the police, mm-hmm. right? And so you do get their perspective on things, and there's a wide variety of perspectives. Yeah, um, it is. It is. It is very interesting. It's not as upsetting as you'd think it'd be. All right. All right. It is. It's as a character study. It's very interesting. Uh, Philly Flexer, who has more heat, Lana or MJF? Ryan <laughs> says, "I'm right here, man." Well, not anymore. Oh come <laughs> I'm on! I'm joking. You're taking things too far. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Philly Flexer, who has more heat, Lana or MJF? We got more heat. Oh, oh. Well, Lana. 
Lana's got, we don't want to deal with this anymore, heat. Yeah. MJF has, man, you're great. You're really good. You're really good at what you do, heat. And I don't even know which one is better kind of heat. Well, I mean, ideally you want as somebody you can make a lot of money with, and MJF is that guy. Um, but then, I mean, if you look at the numbers for Lana, they're ridiculous, so I don't know. Uh, Chris Rampersad, would it be funny if Summer Rae came to Lana and Bob Lashley's wedding? That would be pretty funny with Dog Ziggler. Uh, that would be pretty funny. Ryan says, that was cold, man. Discord needs some love. That's all I want. Oh, he just wanted like a hug. Well, then don't be violent about things. You call it an army? That sounds like you're you're stirring up some trouble, Ryan. Yeah. If you want a hug, then like it's all good. Here's the thing about this thing about the Discord. Okay, this is the thing about the Discord. It's for you. It's for the friendos to congregate. You don't need us. What what are we gonna add to the situation? Nothing. We don't add anything to the conversation. Nothing. We're just a couple of idiots. That's there for the friendos yep. to congregate and make friendships. And what I hope is that one day it'll be there for people to make friendships. They won't even know who we are. Stephen Larson, what's that? Yep. 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 But they'll be part of the friendovers. Got part that of friendo right. club. Anyways. Uh, is that it for uh, yeah. for stuff? Yeah, okay. more or less, yeah. Fair enough. Let's see if there's anything else in Discord. Yeah. And on top of that, when I say, hey, Discord, give me some questions. Nobody, nobody else is even giving me questions here. So there you go. Anyways, thanks everybody for thank tuning in. Thank you very much. Ryan Luckman, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you. Here, here's the thing. What? Ryan, I'm happy you're engaged. You're passionate about the community. Oh, it's great. It's terrific. Uh, and you're bringing something to our attention and it's very important. So we'll look into that in 2020 for sure. Look into what? All, all, his airing of grievances. I feel like you're now acquiescing to terrorist demands, Larson. We do not negotiate with terrorists. We have an initiative. It's Friendo Club. It comes as everybody. I'm not going to deviate from that initiative. All right, fine. We'll set aside some time for Discord every week. FaceTime with Larson. Three hours. Three hours of FaceTime with Larson every week. All right, we'll just enough. we'll just run like a little video on a loop of your face like this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Dude. <laughs> I'll do my best Kendall Roy impression. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Where are you? Did you get to bore on the floor yet? No. You haven't watched time, anything huh? yet. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe tomorrow night after the kids go to bed, I go, we, my wife and I can watch an episode or two. Man, I might watch The Mandalorian tonight. That sounds awesome. I haven't watched anything since the second episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe the third. I don't remember. Jeez. I don't have time. Yeah, man. It's a lot of wrestling to watch. Yeah. A lot of editing to be done, a lot of work to do. How to make time tomorrow? You got to watch Impact too. We got to do an Impact review tomorrow. Yeah, Woo, lots of stuff to get through. Power came on today with uh, Ace uh, uh, Ace interviewer uh, Marquez. Oh God! <laughs> I really wish that he would, because he does have a very lovely interviewer voice. Well, Nick Aldis, yeah, tell me yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. what do you think about? I really wish he would read his tweet. Oh God! As interviewer Marquez, what is it, David Marquez? Oh, that's too funny, man. How many more NWA guys are going to shoot themselves in the foot on Twitter? <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning Thank in. Thank you, everybody. We do appreciate it. Definitely do. Happy Festivus, everybody. Happy, happy Festivus. Happy holidays, everybody out there. Have a great holiday. Uh, and, uh, yeah, be good to your families, all that stuff. Yes. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. 
You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.